Hi, everyone. So today is a solo episode. I'm going to be talking about perfectionism. And this might be coming up in ways that you don't even realize and slowing you down, if not keeping you paralyzed from starting and getting in the groove with your creative practice or personal project. It's very important to be aware of these things so that when they start creeping into your inner talk in your mind, you can push them aside and move forward anyway, because these voices are going to chime up. This stuff has been programmed into us from a long time ago. And we're really in a time where I think a lot of people are becoming aware of our ability to push back against all this like unconscious or conscious programming that we've received and also the negative self-talk. So I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, Before I do, I want to share some things in my world. I have a masterclass coming up called Self-Belief for Creatives. It's on September 12th. This one is really about identifying and unblocking your limiting beliefs. If you have not started your creative practice or personal project, yes, perfectionism is part of it, but also there's a very specific technique you can do to realize the, you know, unknown story that's actually been looping in your head on repeat for who knows how long you can identify it and then say, okay, I don't have to change my life. You know, I had all these limitations around me that I thought were, you know, impossible for me to create. You don't have to change the limitations. You can change how you show up in relation to those limitations. And that's the mindset shift. And when you identify that, you're like, oh, this, I could have started this a long time ago. And that's exactly my story with returning to my personal practice. You know, I thought it was impossible to create with young kids. I was like, I just have to wait. I have to wait until they're older. I can't start now. And when I identified that limiting belief and did the work to unblock it, that's when things started changing for me. So we're going to do that in this masterclass. It's called Self-Belief for Creatives. It's on September 12th. You can go to the link in the show notes to save your seat. It's $25. It's at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and there will be a replay for those who cannot join live. Um, you can also go to my website, leannebrennan.com, in the events section in the drop down. You can find it there, or you can go to my Instagram at Create with Leanne. Another thing coming up is pre-presale is ending for my new program that's coming in September called Awaken, Channel, and Create. I am so excited about this one. I have three guest experts booked, and I just like cannot wait to get into this work. This is all about connecting to the spiritual side the spiritual realm, however you identify it, whether it's life force, universe, you know, your inner witch, like however you want to think about spirituality, we are going to connect deeply with this part of yourself that is other than self in order to really step away from the equation and have our work come to us 
And what that does is it really deepens the work. It makes it so authentic, so profound, so magnetic. That's why my simple black and white drawings, people are really touched by those drawings. They can see my truth coming through in those drawings because the way I create them is not in my conscious, logical brain. And we're going to pick one creative practice together. It's a six-week program. So everyone's going to focus on one specific thing, kind of like 100 Epic Days. Um, But in this one, it's all about connecting, channeling, deepening that link to your spiritual side to make your work just so different, so unique, so other because it is, and you're just the vessel. And it's going to be really special. We have a guest expert that's going to do a hypnosis session so that we can really kind of like awaken to this part of ourselves. We have a somatic movement specialist coming in because a lot of this is in our body. There's a lot of healing and releasing that has to take place. And the use of movement in our body is actually very powerful to connect to the side of ourselves. And we also have a guest expert doing sigil creation. So we're going to create our own sigils. And this is a tool that you can use to further connect with this side of yourself. So it's going to be so much fun. I It's going to be really, really powerful. It's the first time I've done this program. This is a side of me that you haven't really seen much yet <laughs> of, but I'm really excited to bring it forward. So this program is starting at the end of September. It's a six-week program. There's one live call a week. We have a community. So for those who can't make the live calls, all the replays will be in the community. It's not on Facebook. It's on Circle Communities, which is the platform that I use. So I'll be in there daily supporting you, you know, any reflections you have, You're going to have homework, so you'll be doing journaling prompts based on the sessions. So it's going to be very interactive. We're going to be in there really working through um, this really amazing side of ourselves in this program. So I hope that you join me for Awaken Channel and Create. Pre-presale is ending August 31st. So this one is super discounted right now. It's like way cheaper than it will ever, ever be. And if you rate and review my podcast, you can get $200 off any of my offers. Just make sure you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit because it like disappears and then it takes a couple days to populate in the podcast players. Just a little heads up. So you can email that to me. Um, My email you can find at leannbrennan.com. Or you can send me the screenshot on my Instagram at create with Leanne. So that's what's coming up in my world. Um, So now let's get into the episode. Okay, here we go. Four ways to overcome perfectionism. The first one is to realize that there is some serious matrix programming going on in our culture. It is very convenient to tell us all that we have to be perfect because guess what that does? It means that we won't experiment. We won't try new things. 
We won't get out of line. We won't rise in our power. And isn't that convenient in order to control a large group of people? Think about that. I mean, really, if more and more of us realize that we don't have to be perfect and that we can just start our creative stuff and just see where it goes and follow our intuition and now it's blossoming into a business and now we're helping people and now we're making tons of money from our art or writing or music or now we're impacting thousands, millions of people. Well, guess what that does? That distributes the power to the people. And of course, that's not convenient if you are trying to control a large number of people. So first is realizing this perfectionism goes a lot deeper and is a lot more powerful than we realize by us being paralyzed in fear that, you know, if we start our comic book or we start the painting or we start writing the book, like to be stuck in that and to not start or to be dragging our feet with that because of this perfectionism wound, it is serving the matrix or whatever you want to call it. It is serving the large power for us not to do our work. And what I'm saying is let's take the power back. This is in our own way, very much a rebellion. If you think about it as an artist, you have the power to rebel by doing your creative act. That is you standing in defiance to this, you know, cultural fabric that has been woven within us saying that you you can't do it, you can't share it, you can't take up space unless it's already perfect. And what I'm saying is no. That's not okay. That is not going to work for me. And if I had followed that advice, guess what? I wouldn't be talking on this podcast right now. I didn't know how to start a podcast. I'm still recording through Zoom on like a cheap microphone that I bought. I didn't even have a microphone when I started. I just talked into my computer. Do you know what I mean? Same with my drawings. I had to start where I was. And that was me in a way rising in power. And I continue to rise in power because I'm constantly beating back this perfectionism, like shouting at me from my inner voices, baked into my very DNA, telling me, Leanne, you can't put this out there. You're not good enough. You shouldn't make these drawings. You need to get better in your skill level first. You can't start a program. You've never done that. All those voices that come up. No, thank you. Because guess what? I am helping people. I am making myself happy by drawing. And when I'm happy, I am more likely to be free, to be free, to not have to succumb to all the things in our culture that's trying to trap us and keep us stuck in one place so that we are basically servants. 
no, I don't want to do that. And neither do you. You do not have to do that. So realize that this runs a lot deeper than we may have thought, you know, by giving into this perfectionism tendency and by not doing our creative work and saying, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll start it next month. Or, oh, I, you know what? I need to work on the story part before I move into the drawings or whatever it is. That is, it's, you don't have to think that. Nobody cares if it's perfect, you know? And that goes into the second point, which is really perfectionism. When we overcome it, we're really healing our inner child and inner child. If you're not, um, you know, if you don't know this term in the self-help personal development world, our inner child is, is that piece of us that developed, you know, from zero to seven years old. And that's when a lot of our, our conditioning takes place during that time. And for some of us, it was parents, it was a teacher, it was a friend. Somebody told us that what we were creating was not good. And we received that as, I am not good. If I create, I am not good. I am not accepted by the tribe. And in the past, if we were not accepted by the tribe, then we were cast out to literally die. So this is like an instinctual biological thing, <laughs> you know, it's very real. And there's this phrase, perfectionism is a trauma response. I don't know who said that, but I love this phrase because it's, you know, whether it's big trauma or little trauma, it's all very real to us. And we need to realize that not only are we, you know, like overcoming and defying this matrix programming when we push through the perfectionism and do our creative act anyway, but we're also healing our inner child. Now you can go through the personal development to work to learn, you know, like why, why do I feel this way? What happened to me as a child? And, you know, that is very valuable. And I have done that work myself, but it's actually not necessary. It's actually just a decision that you can make to say, I'm not going to go there. You know, when you're feeling these feelings, you know, like you're sitting down at the page or with the instrument or with the paintbrush and you're feeling this tendency of like, oh my gosh, what I'm making is not going to be good. I shouldn't do this. That's your inner child just kind of like begging for a hug. And you can just say, you know, like, look, I, I love myself. I'm giving myself compassion. I know this runs deeper than I can consciously realize right now. I'm not going to go there with this perfectionism story and I'm going to start. So, you know, a lot of this is healing work because as we start, as we continue to show up day after day, even though what we're making is not good, what we're doing in a way is healing our inner child. You know, we think we're taking on these creative acts as like something cool to do, 
But when you take on a creative goal, like painting or drawing or writing or playing music, it's really a personal development journey in disguise. And that's the feedback I get all the time in 100 Epic Days is, wow, I did not think that I was going to come out on the other side of this with this, you know, transformation in myself with my healing and my journey. So give yourself some grace. Know that this is a very tender place to be when you're creating. And when those perfectionism thoughts come up, give yourself some love, you know, and say like, I see you, I hear you, but I'm going to do it anyway. And just another note on ego, you know, this is kind of another piece to this. Ego is another reason why, you know, we get stuck in this perfectionism thought because we are scared that other people will see this like kind of tender underbelly of our evolution. And our ego wants to keep us safe. And it is very risky to do something, you know, a creative act where we're not quite like a master at it yet. It is very risky to do that and to share it because we run the risk of being judged. And again, this goes back to the tribe thing. Like now we're outcast by the tribe because, you know, we are not good. We are not accepted. So the ego is like, look, we're going to try and keep her from starting this book. We're going to try and keep her from, you know, making these animations. We're going to try and keep her from playing the piano because that's not comfortable. We don't do that. We don't know how to do that. That's risky. Let's stay over here where we're safe, where we're comfortable, where we're not taking any risks. Let's stay over here where we don't do those new things. We don't start, we don't jump off that cliff. And that's the ego just trying to protect us. And a note for more established artists, I have worked with a couple of, you know, more established people that have like very solid careers. And I have seen this come up because if they're moving into a new phase of their evolution as an artist, or, you know, let's say they're an established designer, but they want to take on this like side project, like a comic book or, you know, music or something like that. And that's not really their specialty, but, you know, they're 30 years into like this very serious, you know, well-known career as a designer. It's very hard for these established artists to take on the beginner's mindset to start these new things or to start these new branches of their creativity because again it's it's ego coming up again being like what will people think what will my people think you know i have built a career people know me for this specific type of work what will they think when i come in here showing up in this beginner way with this this different side of me that I haven't really explored yet. And it's messy and it's not very good. This is going to reflect poorly on me. 
that is how established artists view this, this like tender time of like trying something new, returning to a type of creative practice or a project that they haven't done in a while, or, you know, exploring the next phase in their evolution, they get paralyzed because of the ego, because of this fear, this perfectionism, like I have already developed this part of me for years and years and years, people know me. And now if I try something new and it's not perfect, I will not be accepted. And we need to push back against this. The way you can do that, first of all, is don't show them. You know, that's one way to think about it. Don't show those people. Don't show them right away. Do it just for you. And if you do desire to share, share it with people who really understand your path and who know the path of an artist. They know how to respond to the artist's journey. There are a lot of people in this world that do not know how to do that. Because when we share and we're in this tender, vulnerable beginning place, we're not looking for feedback. We're not looking for a critique. We are just looking for support. And I cannot tell you how many people I have seen who immediately start judging the work. And you're just like, I am literally just starting this new side of myself. Like, how do you even have anything to say? I was just showing you so that you could like, give me a pat on the back for trying, you know? So be careful who you share your stuff with in this beginning phase, if you're just starting to step back into it. And also, if you still want to share, you know, make a list of like, who are these people that we're worried about? You know, who are we worried about that's going to say like, ooh, I don't like this new direction that she's taking or like, oh gosh, like she's been doing such great work and now she's doing this or like, oh wow, like I thought she was good, but now this new side of her, I don't know, like make a list of those people. It's probably not that many people. It's probably like five people. It's like your mom, your sister an old professor and like two coworkers and an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like usually like usually the list is very short and then you look at it and you're like am I going to let these couple people stand in the way from my evolution as an artist? No, we have to be stronger than this. You know, we have got to take the reins and stop letting everyone jerk us around. Because it's not fun when you get to the end of your life and you realize this whole entire time you could have been on this beautiful journey, just making evolution after evolution and trying new things and being creative and feeling that thrill of like making stuff for yourself. Are you going to deny yourself that? Are you going to get to age 90 and be like, oh, yeah, you know. I wish I had painted. I kept, I kept meaning to do it, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I just never did. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Please don't do that. And a lot of the reasons why we do wait and we don't start and we don't stay with it is perfectionism. 
It is a story. It is not real. It has been programmed into us. Please do not listen to it. (laughs) It's all fake. It's not a thing. And the more and more that you are, you know, aware of it, then you can identify it, build that self-awareness and be like, okay, here comes the story and then push it out of your mind again. And then the last thing I want to say about perfectionism, another thing you can do that is so powerful is to take yourself out of the equation, connect with the spiritual realm, connect with a part of you that is not, you know, it's not you. It's something other than yourself, you know, whether you believe in spirit guides or the universe or an energy life force or, or gods or, you know, whatever it is, something that is not ego. It is this like spiritual flowy frequency outside of yourself that you can connect to and create from that place. Because when you can do that, perfectionism has no place there because you are not a part of the creation. You're just the vessel. You're just holding the pen or the brush or the instrument. You are a channel for the work to come through you. So perfect for perfectionism to creep up and say like, hey, this isn't good. You can very easily say, well, well, yeah, because I'm not doing it. I'm just letting it flow through me. So like, why would I judge what was coming through? Like, I'm not even doing it, you know? And this is what I'm going to go into in my new program, Awaken, Channel, and Create. It really takes the pressure off. It really helps give you that relief when you can connect with your spiritual side and really create from this like very deep, authentic place because you're plugged into something that is other than self. And at the same time, kind of within you always, but it's like kind of a a funny thing, but you know what I mean? It's like taking the responsibility of you and your ability out of the equation because you're not a part of it. So for perfectionism has no hold on you when you create from that place. So those are the four ways to overcome perfectionism. The first one, realizing this is all just matrix programming, trying to keep us all in line so that we're all busy trying to be perfect and not trying new things. Isn't that convenient to control a large group of people? The second one, Inner child, this is a healing journey. Perfectionism is a trauma response. And by us showing up, we will be healing the parts of ourselves that needed this very gentle and tender attention. The third one, ego. Know that a lot of this perfectionism tendencies is all about the ego trying to keep us safe and comfortable. And then the fourth one is connecting with your spiritual side. That takes it all out the window. It's like, okay, well, I don't need to be perfect because I'm not making this work. It's not up to me. It's not about me. And it's certainly not for me. 
it is just flowing through me. So those are the four ways that you can think about overcoming perfectionism. And when you can do these things, oh my gosh, it all opens up. I am literally in the middle of this journey right now. And it is so fun. I'm having a blast. Look at what I've done since my son was born. For those of you who know my journey, I have not been doing this very long. I started, you know, clawing my way back into my creative practice in 2020. It's only been three years. And now I have a podcast. I have a coaching business. I have multiple programs. I do private coaching. I have a course. I have an affirmation deck, like a product that I got manufactured. I'm making my second one. I have art prints that I sell in my online store and I'm happy. I'm happy. And that is the biggest piece because perfectionism no longer has a hold on me. So I invite you all to really look at this. And the first step is just building the awareness of it. You don't have to do anything about it. And journaling is a great way to do this. If you feel like you're sitting down to create something or just desiring, like maybe you're not even to the point where you can sit down, you're just desiring to create something. If the thought of, oh my gosh, I can't do this. It's not going to be good. I don't have the training for this. If any of those thoughts come up, anything like that, imposter syndrome, like, oh, geez, or if you try and it doesn't come out the way you thought, that's perfectionism. Just keep an eye on that. Write about it. Be like, today I sat down to work on my novel and I just felt like nothing was happening and I felt like not enough and it made me want to put it in the closet for another month. Journal about that. Write about it. Stream of conscious. What came up for you? Why? What are you going to try next time? What are you aware of now? Is this conditioning, matrix programming? Is this inner child? Is this ego? How can I connect to the spiritual realm? Like really build that awareness around, you know, what's coming up when you get stalled out like this. And that really is the first step because when you're aware of it, you can be like, okay, well, next time, maybe I can catch it sooner and push it out of my mind and continue on anyway. So this is really, I mean, creating anything, if you're doing it, you know, from a place in your heart that is personal work, you know, it's different to create stuff for our day jobs. We all know that. But to create for us, this is seriously a personal development journey. It really is. So I invite you all to look at these four ways that you can overcome perfectionism and good luck to you all. Okay. I hope you loved that episode on perfectionism. It is so important. Um, A couple things, if you missed it in the intro, I have a masterclass coming up on September 12th. It's called Self-Belief for Creatives. If you do not believe that your creative practice or project is possible, you won't start it. So come to the masterclass so that you can get over that and start it. (laughs) That's what this is for. Um, We are going to be identifying and unblocking your limiting beliefs. If you have not started 
your creative practice or personal project, there is very likely a story that has been looping on repeat over and over and over and over and will continue to loop on repeat unless you identify what your particular story is and do the work to unblock it and write a new story. So my particular story, my biggest limiting belief is that I I thought in the past, and this is why I was stuck, I cannot create if I have young kids. That was my limiting belief. Now I was able to identify that and do the work to unblock it and create a new story. And that's why you see me here today doing all these incredible things. So in this masterclass, we are going to identify your story. What is the looping limiting belief happening in your mind? And together, we're going to work through that and write a new story so that you can actually move forward. So this is a masterclass on September 12th. It's $25. It's at 6 p.m. Eastern time. There will be a replay for those who cannot join live. It's going to be so great. This is seriously one of the biggest things you can do for yourself if you're feeling stalled out with your creativity. So I really hope that you come. There's a link in the show notes to register for this one. And you can also go to my website, leannebrennan.com in the events section to find the masterclass, or you can find the link to the self-belief for creatives masterclass in my Instagram at create with Leanne. And then another thing coming up is my new program, Awaken, Channel, and Create. Pre-presale is ending August 31st at midnight Eastern time. This one is super discounted right now. So if you want to deepen your connection with the spiritual side of creation, take the pressure off, get out of your own way remove limitations and fear and overwhelm and know that you can connect to this part of yourself to have your art, your writing, your music, whatever your creative act is, flow through you and really deepen your work. Really get that authentic, magnetic work that people cannot get enough enough of. This is how you do it. It's connecting to the part of yourself that is other than self. And we're going to have guest experts coming. There's going to be a hypnosis session. There's going to be a somatic movement healing session. There's going to be a session where we create sigils. And I'm going to be teaching the practical techniques and how to connect with the spiritual side and how to leverage this in order to make your best work. So this one's going to be really special. It's a six-week program. There's one live call a week, and the call times will vary. There's information on my website about that, leannebrennan.com. If you go to the offerings, you'll find Awaken Channel and Create. Um, There's a community in there. So for those who have to watch the replay, go ahead and follow up in the community. There's going to be homework. So I'm going to be in there, you know, helping you further integrate. We're going to be in the community posting together for our six weeks and it's just going to be so beautiful. So I hope that you join me. It starts at the end of September and it's going to be very powerful. So very excited about that. 
Um, and for those who have had an eye on 100 epic days, pre-sale is open for the next round. So if you want to jump in here, there's payment plans. You can start paying those payment plans so that by the time February rolls around, which is the next round of 100 Epic Days, it's in February 2024, you can jump in with us and we can get rolling and get you started and move through all that mental friction and get you a solid plan so that you're really in the groove with your creative practice or a personal project and the accountability. Oh my gosh, the accountability is everything because it's a long time. We're together for four months and a very you know high touch experience. So you really have that motivation to stick with it, with all the stuff we have going on with our day jobs and our kids and then this and then that. So that's what 100 Epic Days is for. There'll be a link in the show notes for that. And then I always have my um, my self-led course, Epic Start. So if you're not ready for a big, longer container, Epic Start has all of that foundational learning of, okay, how do I even think about like approaching starting like a creative thing, you know, after work when I'm like come home and I'm tired and how do I make a plan and how do I like get over this resistance I'm feeling how do I feel like I have the tools to really stick with this once I get started? The course is really everything you need to know. So you can go to leannebrennan.com and go to Epic Start. That is my self-led course. And that is always available to you. There are uh, 15 video lessons in there and then a guided first 10 days in your creative practice or project and a tracker and like literally everything you need to feel empowered to start your thing. So, and a reminder for any of my offers, if you rate and review this podcast, you get $200 off any of my offers. So all you have to do is take a screenshot of your review and make sure you screenshot it before you push submit because it kind of like disappears into the ether and doesn't show up in the podcast players until like a couple of days later. So take a screenshot, email it to me. My email will be in the show notes, but it's leanne at leannebrennan.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram at create with leanne. Okay, everyone. I hope you loved this episode. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of my world. It is such a joy to share all this with you and get us all just like unplugged and unstoppable and free and just enjoying our creative lives, no matter what our circumstances are. We really can find a way to create. It's just going to look a little bit different than maybe we had in mind. So I will have more episodes coming up in the future. And thank you again. Share this episode if you thought it was helpful. And I'll see you on the next one.